The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Quantum Leaps in Healing with your host, Carrie Jahan. If you had the power to transform your life, how would you start? It's all about using what's inside of you and around you to enhance your personal health from physical to spiritual. Now, here is Carrie Jahan. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of Quantum Leaps in Healing. I'm your host, Carrie Jahan, and thank you for being here with me today as I begin the 14 week journey with you into the realms of profound healing. Over the weeks, I will be interviewing healers of what I find to be powerful healing modalities. We will explore multidimensional transformation, body talk, quantum techniques, past life regression, and the power of prayer, and so much more. My intent is to share with you the modalities and the healers that have helped me take quantum leaps forward in my healing and therefore my life. The show is about looking at ways we can transform those deeply embedded, lifelong patterns that seem untransformable and unreachable, the patterns that prevent us from creating the lives that we wish to live. I had deep programming that kept me paralyzed in so many ways, and when I break free of any of these patterns, it is such a celebration that I just want to share it with others. So this show is a celebration and an exploration of the healing modalities that have helped people, including myself, shift our health on so many levels, including mental and emotional, physical, spiritual, and even psychic. So welcome. I am so delighted to be here with you today. For the first show, I would like to share with you my personal story of how I entered into the world of alternative healing to transform my lifelong struggles of being paralyzed by my own thinking, paralyzed by my emotions, paralyzed by my relationship with God and my addictions. It was this journey that eventually led me into the healing, my healing practice where I offer people, whether it's individuals or groups around the world, the very modalities that transformed my life. And my life definitely needed to be transformed, and still does. I I see it as an ongoing process of evolving and transforming and healing. In today's show, I want to share my story in the most raw, authentic, and vulnerable way that I can, with the intent to be helpful to those who are listening. I don't want to tell my story in a way that I get bogged down by it or overly identify with it, but in a way that sets me and others free. I want to speak my truth and at the same time surrender my story, dissolve my story. So here I am with you today as I am just surrendering and dissolving and sharing my story. Um, But before we get going... What I would love to do is dedicate the show to all the people that have helped me on my journey, for there have been many, and their help has been grand. And so thank you, thank you. 
Okay, so what I'd like to do is spend a little time sharing some of what I needed to heal from and then a bit of my healing journey itself. And so I I thought I'd start my story at the age of 13. It was this time in my life that I really couldn't bear living anymore. My life at home was really rough and life at school was hellish. And the only place I felt I had to turn to was death. The thought that suicide Uh, the thought of suicide, that that would be the best option for me, actually at the time, felt like a brilliant idea. It was actually quite the epiphany. It was like my salvation from hell. It's like the only thing that actually made sense to me at that time. I remember the day I looked at my classmates and I was thinking that this would be the last time that I would see them. And I was actually delighted at that thought. I went home and I took as many medications as I could find in the house and drank as much alcohol as I could, and I thought it would be that easy. So I was shocked to wake up and realize that I was actually still alive. So at the time, I would say I wasn't quite understanding what I was so desperately trying to escape from, and it took quite a while to actually get to that. But at the time, all I knew was that there was a hell burning inside of me, and the fire was unbearable. Life at home was stressful. Life at school was miserable. I was bullied. I had no friends. I was, I was the girl. I was the outcast of the outcast. And so there was a group of really cool people. And then there was a group of not-so-cool people, and I was actually kicked out of the group of the not-so-cool people. And so I just lived in isolation. I was made fun of because I had a speech impediment. My name is Carrie, and I couldn't pronounce ours, so that was difficult. Um, And I was also just considered dumb and actually had teachers call me dumb. So I never wanted to speak, and in fact, I could get through my entire day without speaking to anyone. I was kind of invisible. I was physically there, but had no voice. I lived in isolation, right in the middle of people. So I barely wanted to be alive. I was angry at God. I was jealous of everybody. Um, I just had enormous self-loathing and no self-esteem. And I was trying my best just to show up in life. You know, just go to school, go to dance class, go to swim team practice. But as I showed up, so would my misery. We were really inseparable, which made everything in life just really, really difficult and burdensome. But what I didn't know, um, but what I... I didn't know what I was escaping from, I should say, until later on in life. And later on in life, I actually remembered with disgusting detail being molested as a two-year-old. And it was this violation, along with everything happening at home and at school, that had such a profound impact on my life. It wasn't just this internal hell of self-loathing and shame These circumstances infiltrated every aspect of my being, including my thoughts about myself, about the world, and about God. My relationships were really wacky, Um, not just with friends, but going into my teenage years and 20s, I would be attracted to men that were abusive. And my friends would always wonder, like, how on earth, Carrie, are you attracted to that type of man? And I was, though. That was in my programming. That was on such an early, early programming of my relationship to men. 
Um, and so I was. That was that was how I functioned in the world. And at 16, um, I wound up pregnant and actually having an abortion. I would say that that abortion alone was so incredibly devastating. And to me, it's like unhealed traumas create more trauma, and they have a ripple effect until they are healed. So it was like I caught a ripple from my past. I hung out with abusive men, I got pregnant, I had an abortion, and then I then that itself had a ripple effect into my future where that trauma followed me throughout my life. But back to the ripple effect of the early traumas and what that set into motion, I would say that anything related to my body was completely off, including just having a body, being in my body, and being in the world in my body. My relationship with my body was that of shame and disgust. I could barely look down at my body. If I did, I would look down and cringe. It was unbearable at times to live in my body. My relationship with food was disastrous and and just maddening. There was no diet I could stick with because sabotage was so powerful. I had this underlying belief that I was disgusting, my body was disgusting, and therefore I ate to the point that I felt disgusting in my body. So I just maintained that belief. I see it's just so amazing how wounds can infiltrate so deeply and in so many ways. I had no sense of healthy boundaries. I had no sense of my voice. I struggled greatly with addictions. I somehow took on the belief, oddly enough, that I deserve punishment and that I deserve death. That really just followed me through my life. My relationship with the divine was bizarre and rather distorted at best. I could have the nicest people around me, but without the concept of how to receive their love or even that I was even worthy of love. So it was always just really cold and dark inside of me. Just being in the world and doing something with my life was difficult. For example, it took four colleges to actually get through undergrad, and it took four years to complete a two-year graduate program. So I would just bring this heaviness and this distortion of reality into life, and things would just go haywire and be difficult. I had this enormous potential, but I couldn't do anything with it because I also had a programming that I was scum. I have nothing to offer. I'm an embarrassment. I should be kept quiet. And so my life was dark and disturbing and just impossible as I struggled with depression and just most aspects of my day-to-day life. I would say like, oh gosh, I may have been about 28 and I was still very much struggling and just struggling with being alive and living. And I entered yet another deep depression, which led me into a second suicide attempt. This one put me into the ICU and somehow through divine intervention, my life was saved. And so I did reach out for help, but it seemed like most people couldn't put a dent into the agony I was living with. I had so many years of struggle with seemingly no reprieve or transformation. I sought out endless healers, I spent a ton of money, and felt like I was barely making any movement forward. But things did turn around. And I would like to maybe tackle that turnaround after this commercial break. So we're going to take a small break. And if you have any questions or comment, you can call right into the station 
or you, you can email me at kerryjahan at gmail.com. So stay tuned. You are listening to Carrie Jahan, your host of Quantum Leaps in Healing. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Experience multidimensional transformation with Carrie Jahan. Multidimensional transformation is a powerfully effective healing modality that works consciously with the zero point field. With this innovative modality, Carrie facilitates individuals and groups in experiencing a vibrational shift towards a healthier and more harmonious state of being. Carrie works compassionately and diligently with people to help them resolve physical pain, emotional troubles, spiritual struggles, and subconscious beliefs from both current and past lives. Carrie works remotely with people around the globe. She helps facilitate some of the deepest healing her clients have ever experienced. To schedule an appointment for multidimensional transformation, contact Carrie through her website at carriejahan.com or call 845-802-4130. Again, that's Carrie Jahan, K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E.com or call 845-802-4130. Everyone can learn to communicate with their loved ones in spirit. When you tune in to School of Miracles Radio with Heather Scavetta, you'll learn more about how to develop the ability to see, hear, and feel your loved ones in spirit, as well as spirit guides, masters, angels, and higher beings of light that make up the invisible world. School of Miracles Radio airs live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Quantum Leaps and Healing. To reach our show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Carrie Jahan, K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E at gmail.com. Now, back to Quantum Leaps in Healing. Welcome back, everyone. This is Carrie Jahan, your host of Quantum Leaps in Healing. Um, before the break, I was sharing with you a little bit of my story of what it is I was actually needing to heal from. And so to continue on, I'd actually like to start with how things started to to shift in my life. And the shift happened um, because my physical health was then challenged. Um, it was my physical health that really brought me into the world of alternative healing. It was somewhere in my 30s where I, I herniated four discs in my back and I was told by many people that I would never be able to bend over and tie my shoes again. Right. At the same time, I was extremely hyperthyroid and the endocrinologist I was working with told me the only option was to get rid of my thyroid. I could either have it re- removed uh, via surgery or have it zapped out with radioactive iodine. But either way, he said the thyroid had to go and he recommended that I live on medication the rest of my life. And so with both of these situations, I was just kind of baffled. And somewhere deep inside of me, I knew that I could heal, like people can heal. 
And so these are the things that led me right into the world of alternative healing. And so it was my physical body that opened this door, and I'm really, really grateful for that now. So early on in this adventure into the alternative realm, I was recommended a book called The Presence Process by Michael Brown. And this book helped me begin healing, and it also helped me stop the ripple effect of any unhealed traumas going into my future. And so this book is a 10-week process, and I did it about six times. Uh, It takes us on a journey from our physical world into our mental bodies and then into our hearts where things can actually get integrated and healed. And so the book took me uh, on, it was a training, I should say, um, and it helped me look at my life or life circumstances that really, really irked me. So whether it was a certain person or a situation, just anything that really, really pushed my buttons and have me look at that as a reflection of what's happening inside me. And then by using my brain to think, well, instead of using my brain to think and think and think about this person or this situation or how they bothered me and just get caught up in the story, the book guided me to use my brain as a navigation tool into my heart by asking questions like, how does this person or this event make me feel? And when last did I feel this feeling? All right, so in doing so, I could see patterns in my life that were originating from me. I was the creator of my mess, and that was actually very empowering. So, for example, when I started reading the book, I was working with someone who just worked me to death, right? Instead of getting this into the story of, I can't believe he's asking me to work these hours, and how dare he, and this is crazy, and I feel so used, I feel abused, right? Instead of doing that, I got into the feelings. I feel used. I feel underappreciated. I feel like a slave. And I really just felt them in my heart. I just really, really got into my heart and felt them regardless of how wretched they felt. And then when I was there, I asked myself, when last did I feel these feelings? And a memory came. And then I was like, okay, I'll sit with that. And then I asked, well, when before that memory did I feel these feelings? And yet another memory came. And it turns out that I had a series of employers that I felt treated me like a slave. This was my pattern playing out in the world. It wasn't always pretty to see the patterns that I discovered, like men always abandoned me. It's not a fun pattern to find out, but I have to say that all the patterns that I uncovered were very empowering, and this book gave me the tool to stop living out these patterns by digesting the energies that were living in my heart that were actually creating the life circumstances outwardly. So I I would sit with the emotions regardless of how tough they were, and sometimes Honestly, they were excruciating, but I was able to integrate them, and then I wasn't a slave to my own unconscious manifestations. So in a nutshell, the presence process is really about getting into the heart of the matter, getting deep into the energies of the heart and digesting the emotional cause of our physical manifestations in our lives. For a long time, I was feeling hellish, and so I created many hellish experiences outwardly. That was my norm. That was what I was used to. Those were the energies that I was putting out there. And in doing so, I would just perpetuate the ripple effect of unhealed traumas into my future. And so the presence process 
It taught me how to own my life experiences as my creations from my own emotional habits. The presence process, it was a start of me beginning to be able to turn my life around. And it turned my life around by turning me inward, like right into my heart. It was a start of when the old really started to dismantle and something new was being born, where it wasn't the same story year in and year out with a different set of characters, like a different set of slave owners or a different man that would abandon me, so to speak, right? It was a different set of characters that were coming into my life with a whole new vibration. So I use this technique anytime I'm really triggered and my buttons are pushed. And I can actually share with you um, a personal story that came up recently. And so I was pushed, uh, my buttons were pushed by my beautiful housemate, Susan, who is this wonderful woman who actually feels like a sister to me. Anyway, I moved in months ago to her apartment, and we share this small two-bedroom apartment. And I told her when I moved in, I don't own much stuff, and so if she needed space in my closet, she could use it. And so she has been storing her suitcase in there for months without a problem. It's just not in my way, right? But one morning recently, I woke up pretty livid. I was livid that she has been storing her suitcase in my closet. And the story started to, start, started to turn in my head over and over again. And now I know if there is a loop playing over and over, and I'm barely present in my body while it's happening, I know for certain it's not about the person. It's not the messenger. It's a past life issue or a past issue in this life coming up to be healed. All right, so my task is not to create any drama in my present life when the past is coming up to be healed. And this for me is so difficult sometimes because the story seems so real and it has so much energy to it. All right, so let me not get Susan or whoever the current messenger is involved in this energy that's arising. That's the goal. The energy is coming up to be integrated and healed. It's not coming up to be used against the innocent. All right, so if I bring this to the messenger, then not only have I made a mess, but then I've perpetuated the trauma and then spread it to another person. So I like to stop it with me. Okay, so what was this about? This is where it gets kind of personal. So when I sat with the energy coming up, I realized it was another layer of healing from being molested as a child. Another layer of infantile rage. The thoughts which I'm happy I didn't share with her, the thoughts, get your closet, get your suitcase out of my closet, had nothing to do with Susan and everything to do with my two-year-old releasing anger and claiming space and setting a boundary. The best thing about this story was that I didn't beat myself up when another round of this wound came up to be healed. Like, gosh, you know, I can't believe I'm not done with this one yet. I was so used to being injured that it took on the behavior of injuring myself. So beating myself up with words like, I haven't arrived, or I'm not done with this yet, fit really well into self-abuse. I don't really need to add injury to injury anymore. The damage was done. This is now about healing. So for today, to have rage come up and not beat myself up for it, is, and for not beating myself up for not having fully healed is actually a miracle. 
All right. So the presence process was quite the start, but it also dove into modalities such as transformational breath work and EFT and heart math and Chinese medicine. And I worked with wacky out there kind of woo-woo healers and just I just went exploring. And some of which, some of these healers will actually be coming on the show and sharing their healing modality with us. And so that I'm very excited about. So stay tuned for the weeks to come. And so for now, I feel like it's important to share with you some of my healing journey that has been not so smooth sailing. In fact, there was a time that I was very stuck. All right. So here's a good example of that. I signed up for this eight-month class that met one weekend a month. It was an amazing class, and I loved it, and I, I loved what I was learning, and the people were wonderful, and the instructor was brilliant. In fact, I loved it so much, I signed up for a second year. I did this class two years in a row, and over that time, I spent about $20,000 between the cost of the course, the train tickets into the city, the food, and the lodging, and whatnot. And I didn't really grow much from the class, right? I learned a lot, but I didn't grow a lot. I entered the class plagued with addiction, struggling with food, and bathed in intense self-loathing. <clears throat> shut down from God and shut down from love in general. On the last day of the class, after year two, I was extremely suicidal and hating life. All aspects of my life, my health, my finances, my work, my relationships, my connection to God, all of it was a mess. But it wasn't all lost. What I learned from this class was really profound, and this is what it took for me to learn it. What I learned is that I had a self-sabotage mechanism in place that could prevent even the best healers from helping me. I had a strong identity to being a wounded bird, and I didn't want to lose that identity. I used my pain and my broken life to get back at the people that hurt me. Like, look, look how, how hurt I am. Look how hard my life is. I had a program that ran something like this. You failed me. You failed me. I'm going to prove it to you. After two years, look at how much of a mess I am. My entire life is a mess. So obviously, this had nothing to do with the teacher and everything to do with my programming the people I was angry with, the people I was trying to get back out by destroying my own life. I was trying to show other people how hurt I was by keeping my life miserable. Look, you failed me, and look how hurt I am. Right? In this way, the class was a huge success. I could start to see unconscious programming that was destroying my life and preventing me from healing. Part of me found it beneficial comfortable and useful to be wounded, and part of me didn't even think I was worth being healed. It would have been much, much, much nicer if this lesson was a lot cheaper. But so be it. It takes what it takes for us to awaken. All right, so we're going to come up on another commercial break, and after this commercial break, I'll be telling you a bit of how I could really start to break free from this really deep programming, because that's what I really needed in order to continue forward in my life. And so I'm excited to share that with you. In the meantime, you can send me an email at kerryjahan at gmail.com with your questions. You can also visit my website, which is kerryjahan.com. And also just uh, call into the station with any questions or comments that you have. 
So stay tuned. You are listening to Carrie Jahan, your host of Quantum Leaps in Healing. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Experience multidimensional transformation with Carrie Jahan. Multidimensional transformation is a powerfully effective healing modality that works consciously with the zero point field. With this innovative modality, Carrie facilitates individuals and groups in experiencing a vibrational shift towards a healthier and more harmonious state of being. Carrie works compassionately and diligently with people to help them resolve physical pain, emotional troubles, spiritual struggles, and subconscious beliefs from both current and past lives. Carrie works remotely with people around the globe. She helps facilitate some of the deepest healing her clients have ever experienced. To schedule an appointment for multidimensional transformation, contact Carrie through her website at carriejahan.com or call 845-802-4130. Again, that's Carrie Jahan, K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E.com or call 845-802-4130. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You're listening to Quantum Leaps in Healing. To reach our show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Carrie Jahan, K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E at gmail.com. Now, back to Quantum Leaps in Healing. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is Carrie Jahan, your host of Quantum Leaps in Healing. And I've been sharing with you a bit of my story of where I've come from and a little bit of even where I was stuck in my healing journey. And so for this next segment, I would like to take you forward from that, take you forward from the stuckness um, into some real transformation. And so I was sharing with you how I was just all this really deep programming and I really needed to reach out for some help. There's some work, some healing work I can actually do on my own, but there's certain things that I just really need help with. So I continued on my journey to explore healers and modalities that could help me. And as I was so determined to find something that could truly bring about the healing and transformation of my programming that at the time was so deep and actually really destructive. 
So I started to work with Masha Levina, the founder of Multidimensional Transformation. And she will actually be on the show as a guest on September 23rd, which I'm so excited about. She is amazing and brilliant, and I'm really looking forward to her joining us. So I found MT, short for Multidimensional Transformation, um, so helpful. Um, I found it so helpful that I wound up getting certified in it so that I could help others. So this today is the main modality that I use. Anyway, um, Masha and I will go into depth later this month about what multidimensional transformation is. But for now, just to say it's a healing modality that works consciously with the zero point field it is a system of healing that views consciousness as a primary source of everything so according to science everything in this world from thought to atom exists in a state of vibration and based on this perspective a person's health depends on an overall frequency of the vibration of their mind and their body and so through this modality, we can actually download what it is needed for us directly from the field. We can disentangle from beliefs. We can re- remove emotions from organs. We can dis- dis- uh, dissolve entanglements with past lives or this life um, just by working energetically with the field and by working with those in the spirit realm that are helping doing this work. And so for me... Gosh, MT was a life changer. Um, It helped me shift unconscious and subconscious beliefs that were holding me back. It has helped me gain a sense of purpose in my life, but then also has helped me live out that purpose in my life. Uh, It's helped me with my relationships with God and with myself and with others. MT has helped me expand my psychic abilities and even disconnect from emotions that are stored in all sorts of organs in my body. It was through this modality that I could start to see real changes in my life, especially in my relationship with food and my body. Like these are the barometers for me. If a modality and a healer can touch these aspects of my life, I know it's powerful and effective. My relationship with food and with my body were just symptoms of a deep wound. And if someone can reach that deep wound and then I can see the effects of my relationship with food and my body, I know I know something is really shifting. So this started to shift when my relationship with my body and food really started to shift. Then I knew the cause, this deep wound was starting to heal. Um, even today, I feel like my mental chatter is still, it's, uh, you know, still there, but it can be stoppable. Whereas before my brain just owned me. I was owned by my thoughts and my emotions. Um, I had all this intense energy coming up from my heart that would just cause my mind to stir and stir. And today it's actually much, much calmer. And right now I'm actually using multidimensional transformation to help me recover from some physical challenges. I do find working with healers so beneficial and transformative. So other than MT, I love body talk and quantum techniques. These, all three of these modalities are actually really similar. And we will be discussing all three of them on the show. So stay tuned for that. Um, When I schedule a session, whether it's quantum techniques or body talk or multidimensional transformation, I schedule a session when I see that there's some subconscious stuff percolating or my life seems to be getting a little wacky. 
I recognize that when I'm getting a little funky, all this is is that there's something coming up to be healed. I try my best to do it on my own, and if I can't, I reach out for help. And so I can get a glimpse of what's percolating either through some thoughts that are coming up, like get your suitcase out of my closet, or emotions that are just really just intense or just off. And so I try not to go into story about it because I find stories really heavy and sometimes not even that helpful, especially if it's a past life issue. The stories are just not that helpful for me. Um, But what I don't do, I don't just go and run to these healers and just lay their past passively as they work on me. These modalities are a form of energy work and very sophisticated energy work, but I still play a role in it. And so I feel like my role is to actively surrender. I'm like actively letting my guard down. I'm actively handing over the keys to my subconscious. And I'm saying, let's go far. Let's go deep. You know, please help me reach what I can't reach on my own. So I think my desire to heal is actually greater than my desire to stay stuck. And it's definitely greater than any, any embarrassment that I can carry with what's coming, up, what's coming up for me. So I just confess as much as I can from the glimpses of the subconscious or the past life or whatever it is. And I get set a strong intent to let's go, let's go far and deep. And I just give myself permission to heal on all levels. This has helped me disentangle from long-term, very chronic issues, the ones that I felt that I've worked on myself, I've journaled about, I've cried about, and they're still energetically in my field and in my deep, deep programming, and perhaps even in the programming of my ancestors that have been coming down to me. And I just find that working with another compassionate being is just so transformative and can help me reach the places that I can't reach on my own, which is also why I then have turned to outwardly to help other people in their process as well. So I guess, you know, no matter um, if I'm working with myself or with somebody else, there seems to be this little saga of entering the dark night of the soul. I sense that something is starting to arise for healing and I have resistance and this resistance actually makes things a lot worse. So I'm trying to hold on to what is familiar, though some part of me has outgrown it and some part of me really wants to heal from it. And so there's a little bit of resistance and conflict. My frequency can no longer maintain it, but I haven't fully let it go because I can't because it it just seems like a death process, like like there's a collapsing into a void. There's a questioning of, well, who am I if I don't have this issue? And how will I relate to the world on the other side of this? So there seems to be a, just a bit of a saga going into this. Um, but then I finally surrender where the energies can be transmuted. And then I come out the other side as if the issue never existed. I look back on journals and I think, oh my gosh, I wrote that. That was my programming. That's what I was working through. And I get a glimpse of it, but I can get healed to the point that it almost slips out of my my consciousness in a really beautiful way. So I feel like all of this is just so about remembering who we are and what we are as divine beings while living in this human form. It's experiencing duality at its best. It's remembering who we are in our body, that we are these sparks of divine life with enormous love and potential. 
But regardless of how divine we are, I do feel like our challenges can be very, very tough. I hear people say, I can't believe they can't stop drinking. It's killing them. Or why do they stay in such an abusive marriage? I don't think that that's the real question. The real question is not how can someone stay in a marriage? I get that. The real question to me is how can people leave? How can they transform the energies, beliefs, emotions, and even past lives that they are entangled in that is keeping them where they are? I get how people can stay. I have had my deep programming that is so powerful and embedded into every cell of my being. Perhaps the lesson someone came here to learn, they will only learn after so many years of experiencing it. And perhaps it's not just years, but perhaps it's lifetimes. Gosh, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to be a compassionate witness and to lend a hand to someone when they're ready to jump into that void and go through the dark night of the soul. That's what I'm here for. And this is what my healing practice is all about. So during my struggles, I went to one healing workshop after another with the intent of creating a life I could actually live. And I wasn't actually doing this thinking that I would learn these skills to help other people because I didn't even think I could. However, as I worked through what I thought was not healable, this knowing started to awaken in me that all of this work wasn't just for me, right? Looks like we're coming up for a commercial break. And so we'll go into our commercial break, but just one more thing before I do uh, take a break is just to let you know that it was through this, um, through this journey that I felt so much gratitude for my new life. I felt so much gratitude for all the divine beings that helped me, all the human beings that helped me, that I developed this deep desire to actually help other people. It was like my life purpose to help others heal actually arose from the integration of this gratitude. And so now I offer the same healing modalities that transformed my life to other people. All right, so with that, though, I'm going to take a commercial break. Um, Again, you can call into the station or you can email me with any questions that you have. You can also follow me on Facebook. I'm there as Carrie Jahan. Visit my website, carriejahan.com. All right, so stay tuned. You're listening to Quantum Leaps in Healing, and I will join you again after the break. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Experience multidimensional transformation with Carrie Jahan. Multidimensional transformation is a powerfully effective healing modality that works consciously with the zero point field. With this innovative modality, Carrie facilitates individuals and groups in experiencing a vibrational shift towards a healthier and more harmonious state of being. Carrie works compassionately and diligently with people to help them resolve physical pain, emotional troubles, spiritual struggles, and subconscious beliefs from both current and past lives. Carrie works remotely with people around the globe. She helps facilitate some of the deepest healing her clients have ever experienced. To schedule an appointment for multidimensional transformation, contact Carrie through her website at carriejahan.com or call 845-802-4130. Again, that's Carrie Jahan, K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E.com or call 845-802-4130. 
The divine lives within every one of us. Some people just need help unlocking it. Once you understand your own shadow self, you can begin to take steps to say goodbye to remorse, guilt, and shame. Then, own up to living your life with great delight. Listen for Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting with host Jim Stacy. For 15 years, Jim has studied the Aramaic language, the non-religious language of Yeshua, and through that language, you can learn how to choose the life you want to live and live above smallness and the victim. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on 7th Wave. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You're listening to Quantum Leaps in Healing. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Carrie Jahan, K-E-R-R-Y-J-E-H-A-N-N-E at gmail.com. Now, back to Quantum Leaps in Healing. Welcome back. This is Carrie Jahan, your host of Quantum Leaps and Healing. And I'm so delighted to be here with you today. I've been sharing my story of a little bit where I've come from and a bit of my healing journey, including where I was stuck, some of my deep programming that I was having difficulty freeing myself from. And just most recently in this last segment, I was just sharing with you how I came into my own healing practice. And this really was a surprise to me. I was just going from one healing workshop to another workshop and really just feeling like this was for me. This was just to create a life that I could live and just at least be somewhat content uh, being alive. And in this, um, I guess there was such a determination to heal that I kept going and going. And I wound up then at the different levels of the courses. So for example, transformational breath, it's just something that I love. Uh, the founder of that, Judith Kravitz, will be on the show with me. I think it's in, in November that we scheduled the day. Um, but anyway, I would go to the seminar and then the next level, I would go to levels like one, two, and three. And that also happened to be the levels that you could get certified in transformational breath. So I did levels one, two, and three. And then, wow, this was just great. I just want to keep going, but I'm going really for myself. And then I went to levels four. 4A and 4B. And so in there, though, I think what was happening was that I was getting feedback when I was practicing on other people. People were saying, Carrie, you're actually you're actually really good at this. But my mind was so set that, no, uh, you know, I'm a farmer, I'm a beekeeper, you know, maybe I'm a teacher, I'm an educator, but a healer or I'm someone that can help other people was so far from my consciousness. And it actually took quite a while for me to actually step into the concept that this is something that I can do, that this is actually my life purpose, and that this is something I, I would actually love to do. There's a bit of a transformation, even just to step into, into my healing practice where I'm helping other people. And so I am certified in a few modalities, uh, multidimensional transformation, transformational breathwork, EFT, and heart math. I've even studied some Chinese medicine. But today I mostly work with multidimensional transformation, and I work re- remotely, either via Skype or the telephone, with individuals and groups around the world. 
And I just, I just work as compassionately as I can with people to help them resolve whatever it is, be it physical pain or emotional turmoil or spiritual struggles, psychic interference, whatever it might be, subconscious beliefs from this life, from past lives, whatever it is. I just kind of meet people where they are, and then we just journey together to the other side of what it is that they're struggling with. And so if you want to experience multidimensional transformation with me, you can send me an email at kerryjahan at gmail.com or visit my webpage for some more information, which is kerryjahan.com. I really love what I do and I love, really, I love sharing what I do with other people. So part of this show, too, is, is just about sharing um, all different kinds of healing modalities with the listeners with you, this is, I'm just, this is what I'm passionate about. How can we really bring about changes in our lives, changes in our DNA, changes in that really deep programming that just seems to be running our lives? You know, how can we break free of that and just get a deeper knowing of who we really are and why we're here? And so I really do hope that in sharing my story today with you, it's been helpful to those that have been listening, definitely tried to be as vulnerable and raw and authentic as I could be. So um, before we, we wrap up, we have a little more time. There's some things that I wanted to share with you that have also been very helpful. And one of these is a two-way prayer. And some people call it automatic writing. And so what I do, and I find it just so helpful to be guided by the divine, what I do is I connect with my guides, whoever they are. I just connect. I take a moment to connect with my guides. And I ask them uh, through, I just write, get, grab a pen and I write down, what is it that you need me to know? Please let me know. And then I just let the pen do the writing. And it's been really, really amazing for me and transformative for me to really work that closely with the divine and to really get messages from them on, on you know, different thought forms I could be taking on or a different perspective of a, of a situation or just, just, just being just being embodied with love um, from these divine beings who are, are right here with me and with everybody. And so two-way prayer has just been this blessing in my life, and I'm so grateful to be working with it. And I guess even just to follow the theme that I've been sharing with you over the course of this show is that I recently asked my, be, my, uh, my guides about assistance in actually contacting this man who molested me when I was a two-year-old. Because in this last fit of rage that was coming up, and rage can be this powerful, powerful energy, and I could just feel invincible, right? <laughs> and so I had this brilliant idea that I would now contact the person who um, I know did this violation. Um, and I just, I felt so empowered. I knew this was the right thing to do. But somewhere in there, I found the grace to actually sit down and ask my guides, what is it that you need me to know about this? And what came to me was just, uh, just really eye-opening, one of the first things that was said is not, not now, 
not now, and wait until you are in heaven. And I thought, oh gosh, that's funny. My, my story is about my voice. My story is about being empowered. You know, why am I waiting until I'm in heaven? And I got corrected. No, no, no. Wait until you are in heaven on earth. Wait until you are more at peace with this. Wait until you absolutely are in forgiveness. And be very, very cautious of the damage that can be caused from this. And so he, I know, is still alive. I know he's married. And I don't know the impact this would have on his wife. And so it just really gave me pause. And so my two-way prayer can be so guiding right down to the point of really specific things to do or not to do or, or whatnot. And it's been such a guiding force in my life that I really wanted to share that with you before, before we close. So the other um, thing is that I'm seeing that we have, um, I have an email that came in and the email, it looks like I have a few minutes to answer this. The email said, can you tell me about your name change? And so, yes, I can. Um, my name used to be Carrie Greffig. I was born Carrie Jean Greffig. And I, at one point, just had this knowing that I needed to change my name. And this came in through um, just working with Joan of Arc, Jean, my patron uh, saint at uh, baptism. Um, I should say that Carrie Jean. <laughs> uh, Jean, my name Jean, actually came from Joan of Arc, who is my patron saint at baptism. And I was just working with her one night, and I could just feel that the, the hurt, she was very present. And the knowing came to me that said, you know, you need to change your name, and then this is your name. And so long story short, I just went ahead and changed my name. I dropped Jean and Grefig, and I went from Carrie Jean Grefig to Carrie Jahan. And somewhere in there, without even knowing the real reasons why I was guided to do this, I just followed it. And it's actually been a really, it's been a life changer for me too. I think with that, I dropped a lot of history from the ancestors coming down. I also stepped into a new vibration that has actually, I think, helped me even be on the radio with you today. Okay, so with that, it's a much longer story, but that was what I could squeeze in on those last few minutes of this call. And so we are coming to a close. I do want to thank you so much for being here with me today. I feel really passionate about sharing uh, just healing modalities with you that I feel can really make a difference in your lives. So next week, I have Lily Hudson coming to join me. She is an EFT expert and hypnotist that will join me as we explore regression hypnosis. And regression hypnosis can access lost memories, solve haunting questions, and create healing across lifetimes. So join us as we learn about Lily's favorite experiences guiding clients into past lives and, and the world between lifetimes. So until next time, you can reach me at my email, kerryjahan at gmail.com, call to schedule an appointment. Um, I am here. I love what I do, and I'd be delighted to work with you. So thank you for joining me today. It's just been such a wonderful treat to, to start this 14-week journey with you into the realms of profound healing. So thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Quantum Leaps and Healing. Carrie Jahan hopes you will join her again next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We'll talk to you again next time.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.